everyone, my name's Amy Kelly and along with my friend Aaron Atini, we've been lucky enough to experience the finer things in life. Graduating university with a first class honours degree in musical theatre, living it up in London's West End for many years, circumnavigating the globe several times doing what we love. But all is not what it seems. We're now stuck living in a caravan back in Dorset. So welcome to our podcast, The Dorset Dumplings. Hiya darling, I'm just popping on the Joe Wicks live stream exercise class. Do you want to join in with me? Hello? Hello? Oh! <laughs> Hi guys, my name is Aaron Latini and welcome to a brand new episode of The Dorset Dumplings! This week we're going to be talking to you everything quarantine and how it's affected us and how it's changed our lives. Now, as you can tell, I am all by myself this week due to strict quarantine measures. Sadly, Amy is stuck out in the Caribbean on some remote island somewhere. So hopefully I can go to her now on line one. Amy, are you there? Entertainment host of the 17th. Hi, darling. How are you doing? I'm really stressed. Are you still stuck over in the Caribbean? No, I'm actually stuck in Paul and Dawson. I'm just <laughs> off <at> Audi. <laughs> <laughs> so, Aaron, I've had a very, very stressful last week. It's been really stressful. I didn't know whether I was coming home, whether I was going to have to permanently live in Rihanna's home of Barbados, which sounded pretty good to me but we had to come back unfortunately just to due, due to um, everything going on but I'm, I'm all right I'm, I'm fine now I'm at home you're a trooper hun so you've gone from sort of five-star luxury cruising in fabulous destinations to your house in Paul with your family working in savers or something is that right Yeah, I was so looking at life. exactly the same thing, and it was like, are you qualified to drive a two and a half ton truck? I was like, oh god, no! no. I'm qualified I mean, to call quizzes and call bingo, hun. That's the thing. I mean, I'm going to try and make my quizzes go viral and live, but, you know, you can't get money out of that, really. So I think the next stop is, well, we'll go into it a bit further early, but obviously there was quite a strange job that I have applied for, but a lot of people are telling me that they don't really think it'll be the right job for me at the moment. Go on, Jane. Tell us now, what is that job? <sighs> well... I don't know why people are saying that I wouldn't be good at it, but I've, I've applied for a job as a funeral director. Oh, my goodness, that's very dark. I think it's dark, but I think it would be good to help people. And also, I'm quite good with admin and stuff. But then my dad and mum have said that they'll think I'll find it too sad, which now I'm thinking about it. I don't know. I think I'd like the part where you can help people. And I'm, I'm quite, a, quite a kind person quite a kind person with my words and I feel that I could maybe make them a bit happier but then I don't know I think when push comes to shove I think I'm gonna have to take that application for back out of the out of the inbox do you know, do you know what I mean oh, I know what you mean darling that's really really big of you though to, to even consider it as something I could never do but what I find um 
sort of very interesting that so many of our performer friends now, singers and, and whatnot, have all had to get jobs in industries that they never thought they would. So I've got so many um, friends that used to work on the ship or, or do the touring cabaret circuit who are now in Asda, Dacker Shells. And I mean, there's nothing, nothing, nothing wrong with it, but it's just the times that we're in that they've got to do it. I myself, darling, have applied for Domino's delivery driver, Pizza delivery driver, the, the local postman, Hermes, Tesco and Morrison's, and not one of them have got back to me. You just don't meet the requirements, Han. So, Han, what was quarantine like on the cruise ship? Um, well, I mean, we kind of found out loads later than everyone else did in the UK. So everyone was finding stuff out in the UK, and then in the cabins, there were like eight of us all huddling in the cabins, ready to watch Boris Johnson's peak at eight o'clock <laughs> to find out what was going on. Honestly, normally, you know, normally everyone's obsessed with like downloading Love Islands and stuff. Yeah. Boris Johnson was like the new thing, so everyone was like, guys, the speech is happening at eight o'clock, let's eat at seven so we can watch the speech at eight o'clock. So basically, we were like quite far behind with knowing what was going on, but we, the, the UK hadn't this hadn't happened yet, the extremity of like people staying in their houses. It was just people being aware of what was happening and yeah. saying that things were going to be happening soon. Um, but what happened with us is we were in the Caribbean and then unfortunately we had to sail back to the UK with lots of guests um, with us and they were all great. They were really good about it because it's kind of like was out of everyone's control. Um, every single cruise ship in the whole of the world had to head back to like home ports and stuff so it wasn't just my ship it was loads of other ships as well and we had to entertain them for eight days so we had eight sea days on the way back which was a killer it was really hard and then um when we got back to the uk all the guests got off it was just crew members left on and we had to kind of go into isolation and we had to eat at separate tables and we had to self um had to socially distance which is really hard on a ship because obviously could you still like use the, could you still little village sorry to interrupt could you still use the gym and stuff like that um at the beginning we were literally like the first 48 hours of being back in the uk we were allowed to use the gyms and everything because if you think about it we just traveled in that bubble so we were okay but then as stricter precautions came into the uk they started implemented it on the ship as well and on the ship it was so clean like you had hand sanitizer everywhere abundances of toilet roll like the toilet roll was flying out of my nostrils literally like it was absolutely beautiful it was like heaven man Pardon? That's like heaven having all, all of that toilet roll. I've been wiping my ass with the sort of with the cardboard tube for the last three weeks. <laughs> well, my dad said they were selling big bags of cabbage leaves over an Aldi as substitutes for toilet roll. No, I think he made that up. My dad's got an allotment, and I think he's trying to make it something happen that's not going to happen. Trying to cash in on the coronavirus crisis. Trying to cash in there. But, yeah, apart from that, we pretty much live the same as you guys. Well, that's wonderful. Moving on from yeah. that, my darling. The, what about the... you and your workplace? What happened all there, then? Oh, and obviously the holiday park closed down. And I've been confined to my caravan for the last two weeks. Um, so I've been in the sort of 12-foot by 8-foot space. Um, but it's OK, though, because I've always wanted to go into the Big Brother house. So I'm just pretending I'm on Big Brother now, darling. Um, alas, nobody has watched me and there's no money or fame. Um, no. So I've just been sat in the caravan and my sort of daily excitement has been going to the local shop and back again. Um, 
you know what this has made me realise, though? That I would be really, really bad in Big Brother. Like, it had... When I was on the ship, even, and, and I felt like I was really lucky on there because we had, like, a big ship to walk around and we had outside spaces and we did have, like... You know, we were we were obviously allowed to have more social kind of activities with the social distancing taking part in it, obviously. But it made me realise how bad I would be on Big Brother. Like, I would be... I think I'd be like Nikki Graham, you know, when she just kicks off all the time. <laughs> yeah, get me out of here! Um, obviously. To be fair, though, my life before quarantine is sort of very similar to life after quarantine. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I don't it really... realise you need to change things. I, well, no, I just think the whole world has finally realised my way of living is 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 the right way to live. Never, never been to a gym. I sort of only go out when I need to go to work. One shop a week. Brilliant. Absolutely love it. So for you, this hasn't really had a big impact. Really, at the moment, at the moment, it's not at the moment, I'm absolutely fine. So I like my own company, but I, I will, it, I will inevitably in a few days start missing like going to a bar and like missing seeing friends and my family, of course. But honestly, I am very content, <laughs> very content. Uh, I've eaten about moment, fourteen I've... Easter eggs, hun. That was brilliant. It's Easter, Easter every day in 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 my caravan, darling. Oh, have you had any stretch yet then? Yeah, I've had about 14. I've had like like an egg a day for the last two weeks. That's really healthy though. At least you're getting your protein. Exactly, my calcium, keeping my bones big and strong, huh? I mean, at the moment, obviously, I've only just got back, and for me, it's honestly like the zombie apocalypse. It looks very, it's very strange walking (laughs) around. And even when I got off the ship, the people that got us off the ship were obviously people that work at the terminal in Southampton. Mm. They greeted me with these big gloves and this mask on and they honestly looked at me How like dare they? like launched from Jupiter. Like they they wouldn't touch my suitcase, they wouldn't touch anything. And for me, I found it really strange because I, I hadn't experienced that yet. So what's the weirdest thing you've seen? Um probably it was actually probably today. I've whenever whenever I've gone to the supermarket I've always been quite lucky. I've got I've got in first time, um, but today there's a huge queue outside Sainsbury's. There's a queue up for about twenty five minutes just to get into the actual shop, and then to walk around the aisles. Yeah, you have to go down every aisle, even though you don't want to go down every aisle. You have to sort of follow everybody in in, in a long line, picking things off the shelf as you go past the bit the bit you want. So what should have been a ten minute shop was actually an hour and a half shop. So everybody sort of moping around the supermarket in in in, in a long line. Was like was like a scene from a film. It really was like a scene from a futuristic film, and everyone just just looked so sad, filling up their trolleys. And there was the most, the most like slow, depressing om- ambiance music playing in the background. It was like a, like like a comedy sketch. I thought everyone was about to burst out into one of those um <laughs> into one of those what they call flash mobs. I thought everyone was yeah, gonna start singing. I thought everyone was gonna start <laughs> singing, but no, everyone was just hideously depressed. Um, which was, that was that was quite unusual to see. Um, but I, let me tell you about this woman in in spa. So I went to my local spa and off license a few days ago, just for the essentials, you know, fags and wine. Um, and there's all these tape on the floor. You have to stand two metres apart until you get to the till. Some elderly woman who was definitely over 70 pushed sort of straight past me and was browsing the magazines that were just to my left-hand side within my one metre radius. She licked her fingers 
and started flicking through the magazine pages. Well, I looked at her, she looked at me, I looked at the cashier, the cashier looked at her, I looked at the bloke behind me, he looked at me. We're all looking at each other and then we all just stared at this woman, like licking her fingers, flipping through the magazine, touching everything. And the old man behind me turned out to actually be her husband. He grabbed her back and was like, get back behind the line, Mordred, get back here, get back here. I don't know where to stand. Because actually people are learning about some of the younger people not, uh, not adhering to rules, but... It's some of the oldies just as bad, just yeah. as bad. I think because a lot of people have you heard that? Um, or if you haven't, you should listen to it. It's Radio Solent. It's online at the moment, and it's the 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 um, radio presenter having a dispute with a woman called Chris. Yes, I've heard and, it, and it's called By Chris. Mm-hmm. It's so funny, and he, and he goes, "Tell me, Chris, what did you do today?" She goes, "Well." I woke up, I walked to the beach, I sat on the beach because it's lovely, I went and laid flowers on my mother's grave, my mother's dead grave, so did my husband, we popped in to see a friend, and he goes, you popped in to see a friend? You've got to listen to it, it's so, and then then she goes, well, if I'm going to get it, I'm going to get it, and I just think, that's such a rubbish attitude, because, yeah, she's spreading it to everybody else. It's who you're giving it. You're giving it to everyone else. Like the other day, um, oh my god, my brother. Well, you know, my brother's a bit of a policeman plod. Mm. He's going round on his hour of exercise and just shouting at people to get back in their houses or so <laughs> groups, groups of five. He's going spread out, you absolute morons! Like, he's literally like the other day. He literally like went mad at these two old women that were chatting to each other. So, do you not know what two meters is? I made them cry. Good, good for him. I support him 100%. Amy, what do you hope to achieve from this lockdown? When we're all allowed out again, what do you, what's your sort of lockdown goal, as it were? Well, do you know what? Even if it's just our mum and someone that I used to work with at the pub in London, even if it's just them two listening to this, I'd like to keep this going because I feel that when we do our podcast, me and you kind of get our old selves back a bit. You know, in yeah. the day, me and you, we're very, very extreme personalities. So we, one minute it would be like this, and in about half an hour, I'll just be like lobbing dirty washing down the stairs, <laughs> asking my mum why she's put my black socks in with the white ones. And it's quite an extreme case of personality disorder, actually. So, I mean, I'd like for the sake of my sanity to keep doing this with you. And also, <laughs> um, I'd like to learn Mandarin as well. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, hon? Oh, God. Well, I'm going to start right now, honey. Ni hao means hello. And ping yeah. pao is beer. And she she is thank you. So, ni hao, ping dao, she she means hello, beer, thank you. That's all we need to know, really. That's all you need to know. What do I hope to achieve? Honestly, um... I'm on the sort of first name terms with the whole sort of cast and crew of this morning at the moment. Mm. So by the end of this lockdown, I really want to win one of the eight, one of the ITV daytime competitions. Um, so really, such, that is such a reachable goal. Reachable goal. I mean, I've entered about th- I've entered probably a thousand times. Spent, spent loads loads of money on it. It's only three pound entry. It's a bargain. Um, and in all seriousness, though, and I would like to do like this. Going to sound so gay. Like, but like a dancer-sized class. Like, I'm not feeling Joe Wicks because it's all very serious gym stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm not into that. I need to exercise my accent. So 
I need to find myself like a decent dance exercise, zumbery type class online. There's actually a group on Instagram Instagram called the Entertainment Group, and they're doing fitness classes and dance classes. Oh, oh. So I that. To be on. honest, I'm just one of those people that sort of say they're going to do it and then never yeah, do. Yeah, I know, that's why I just called your bluff a bit oh, there. Oh, God. Put your money where your mouth is. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, though, my dream is just to, for this recording to work because I just feel like, am I going to sound like I'm down a tunnel? But it's all part of the laughs. And we are the doors at Dumpling, so everything is done sort of... Very cheap and tacky. Yeah, cheap, cheap and, and tacky. Well, honey, I have adored talking to you this evening. You've brought sort of a renewed sense of vigour to, to, to my bones and veins. I have no longer feel like... Though? Pardon? Have you actually adored it? I've adored it. I, fe- I feel as though I'm no longer in sort of isolation. Um, I'm sort of I'm in such a good mood now. I, w- I, w- I want to go out. I want to go I'm for a drink. I'm going to drink a bottle of wine in my room on my own. Yeah, <laughs> well, I'm going to have two bottles of, of Rioja in my caravan, darling. Um, oh. And a fabulous, fabulous film called Mad Max Fury Road. Oh, very straight man films on the TV tonight. Um, but that's all that's on. All it is is bloody coronavirus news and crap films. So I'll that's take it good. where I can get it. What about this? What's that Tiger thing called? I'm going to watch that. I want. I'm going to. I need you to watch the Tiger King on Netflix, Emmy, because I want to talk to you about this in the next episode of the Dorset Dumplings. If any of our listeners listening now who have seen the Tiger King or haven't seen the Tiger King, you need to watch it. It is outrageous. I'm going to watch it. Is it funny though? Um, it's not sort of like laugh out loud our humour, but it is. It's outrageous. It's outrageous. I'm That's gonna, all I'm I'll say. Do you know what time Asda shuts, by the way? Because I really want me an Easter egg. <laughs> I'm starving. I think it's eight o'clock. I've already had my Freddo Faces egg today. Um, just to make you a little bit jealous. But I believe it's eight o'clock. Can't. Oh, I've missed it. All right, then. No worries. Right, we'll pick this up another day, yeah? Because I've got to go next. I'm actually really busy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I've got people, I've got people at... At the door. I'll speak to you soon. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. Well, there we go. I've been Aaron Otini. That was Amy Kelly. And we are the Dorset Dumplings.